Backdoor cover. Thursday, October 22nd. Can't miss Mitch. Time for the locks of the week. Hit the high horn, Brad. Let's go. Hello again, friends, and welcome to Backdoor Cover. I am Michael Weiner. I'm joined, as always, by Bradley Key. Hello, what, Brad. What's up, brother? How you doing? Uh, you know what? I'm okay. Hey, and also, I think it's safe to say you don't have to tell me to hit the high point anymore, unless you like like. To no, I like that. That's 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 that, the bit. That's your card. I like okay, that. cool. As as long as you know you don't have to, because I, I think I I think I got it at this point. But up to you, buddy. You know what else I like? What's that? Winning money with can't miss Mitch. Money's cool. Mitch, how are you? How today? you doing, boys? I'm good, man. You got the algo dialed in. We are. We've got the math ready to go. I like it. We got the goods. We've also also got Charlie hollering in the background. What's what's Charlie up to? Can you hear her yapping even in the other room? Uh, currently, she's in the crate, mm. just uh, being a good girl, but nice. a bad girl, I guess. She's doing barking. Okay. Bark, bark, bark. All right. Well, we'll make it. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like tremendous. a parrot, kind of. And she's squeaking and doing all sorts of noises, but what? it's okay. She'll she she'll enjoy the crate. Although she can hear me talking in the other room, I think it's making her crazy. Ah, I see. Well, tell she's her not to the hang only one going crazy by hearing my voice. So <laughs> my fiance hears me and does not like it. But anyway, that's not important. Let's talk about something that we don't like. Tonight's Thursday night football game is an absolute stinker. It may be the worst one in the history of football. Uh, I will I will stand by and say there's no way I will be watching this game tonight. So everybody can be happy. Uh, you will because, not be watching. No, there's no way. This isn't even on as background noise. The one in five New York Giants facing the one four and one Philadelphia Eagles. I have no interest at all in either of these teams in watching this this train wreck. The Eagles opened at three and a half, uh, three and a half point home favorites. That line has now gone up to four and a half uh, in some places. Mitch has it four and a half. Mitch, what does the algo think? Uh, we didn't really introduce yeah. the algo. Of course, the algo is Mitch's uh, value index algorithm via algo, uh, which you can follow on Instagram. And uh, it's a computer algorithm, and Mitch has built into it. We're going to pick every game today. That's what's happening. Yeah, so without let's, being too let's nerdy, with, the algorithm picks the score in advance of the game. You see what the difference is. You look at the spread. You determine what where the value is. So that's what we'd be doing today. All right, Philly and the Giants, Thursday night, the worst game ever. Mitch, what is the algo like here? Yeah, this is a shit game for sure. And that line opened up at six and a half, uh, now at four and a half. And the money's in on Philadelphia. 63% of the betting public is on the Eagles. Uh, the algorithm actually has this as a pretty tight game. Philly winning 26 to 23. You're getting 1.5 on the value index. So we're going to roll with the Giants, as crazy as that is. Um, and, and I will have a disclaimer. The algorithm nor myself have ever this season picked a Thursday night football game correctly. This is the week. You uh, might I'm think not very, that I'm not very confident NFC that we're betting on the Giants. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, the reason why you will enjoy watching this game is if you got a little sweat on it, and we're going to have some, so it's going to be good stuff here. There you go. Uh, if you want to get a little sweat, go to my bookie, use promo code BACKDOOR, 
when you sign up. All right, moving on. Uh, so if we're skipping the Thursday night game, let's move on to Sunday because there's no more reason to talk about the Giants and Eagles. Uh, here's another crap game to start. Well, actually, let me let me use Mitch's uh, picks here. We got New Orleans at home hosting Carolina. We have a division game. The Saints are seven and a half point favorites. The algorithm has a strong result here. Uh, Teddy Two Gloves coming back to New Orleans. Apparently, there will be some fans in the stands here. Uh, but it, as mentioned, it is a division game. Carolina, uh, I was big on last week. I forget if the algorithm liked them, but they kind of shat the bed last week. Yeah, we New took Orleans them last has week been, and lost. New Orleans has been pretty mediocre, just sort of generally this season. But let's see. They are seven and a half point home favorites, which to me strikes me as high. Mitch, what does the algorithm say? Um, so the algorithm has New Orleans winning 26 to 25. Uh, that gives you 6.5 on the value index. And uh, I will mention uh, 59% of the public is on the Saints. So I'll be honest. I actually think that uh, Bridgewater coming back, yeah, I think that's a great storyline. Um, they do have a good defense. Um, I think Carolina's got a very good chance of, uh, of keeping this thing close. So, um, yeah, that game got away from them uh, last week uh, against Chicago. But I don't think New Orleans' defense is, is that good. I mean, they've been letting up a ton of points, and uh, Carolina should keep this close. Their defense is definitely going to do enough uh, to contain Breeze and, and the air arsenal. I love Carolina in this spot. I feel really good about this one. I think I do, too. Six and a half points is a lot of value. Do we consider this for one of our best picks of the week, Mitch? Value-wise, it looks uh, you know, like if it you're, is. Yeah, if you're going off the value index, uh, there's two others that are showing a six and a half on the value index. So there, there are a few. So this uh, is at the top. We've got yeah. a really nice value. Yeah. All right. I like it. I, I've, this one makes a lot of sense to me. In a division game, keep it close. Plus, worst case, you got that hook of that half point. Even if the Saints win by a touchdown, you're you're cashing on Carolina. I, I'm into this one. Um, all right, let's move on. Cincinnati host Cleveland. Cleveland! <laughs> uh, the Browns are three-point favorites on the road here. Uh, this game opened at three. It's still at three. Fifty-five percent of the money is on Cleveland. Mitch, what do you think? What does the algo say? Cleveland, b- both these teams coming off of bad losses last week. Yeah, that line actually opened up at four and is now at three. Uh, you've got, as expected, Man, Let me just start by saying, sorry to interrupt you here, Mitch. Mitch, let me interrupt you. I, I'm sorry. ESPN's opens are just all wrong. The ESPN has like a ESPN uh, line page, if you type in ESPN NFL lines, mm-hmm. and their, their open numbers are always wrong. So I'm going to stop quoting them. I apologize. So this one opened at four, and now it's down to three. Go ahead. Yeah, and so, uh, like I was saying, 58% of the betting public is on Cleveland, which I would initially think. Uh, but looking at the data, the algorithm has this as a close game, 28-27 to 27 in Cleveland's favor. So you're getting two on the value index. This is a stay away from me, honestly. Um, I do think uh, that Cincinnati uh, could keep it close, but uh, this is a stay away. But if you're going to roll with the algo, the algo says take the Bengals and the two on the value index. Okay, nice. I, I just think Baker Mayfield's been so bad, and I think that Cincinnati's going to be up and down all year with a rookie at the at the head of the quarterback, whatever. I like uh, Cincinnati to be competitive here. So, yeah, I'm feeling good about Cincinnati. 
this screams stay away from me. Mm. Um, Cleveland has been a difficult team to bet with or against this season. The Bengals are four two four and two against the spread this season, so uh, they've been better. They've kept a lot of these games close. I, I'm comfortable riding with Cincinnati, but that one, if I had to, if I could pick and choose the games that I bet, which we do not, because we bet all of them with We're the algorithm. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd stay away there. Uh, let's move on to another one. Houston hosts Green Bay this week. The Packers come in after what was basically an embarrassing loss to Tampa last week. They are three-and-a-half-point road favorites against Romeo Crennel's wild Houston Texans, who uh, lost a, a total nut-crush game in overtime last week uh, against, uh, uh, was it, who was it? It was Tennessee that went in and whipped them in overtime. Correct. Uh, the Texans are just sad in most ways. Three and a half points on the road. Uh, that's what you're laying. If you like Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers to bounce back this week, Mitch, what does the algorithm think? Yeah, the algorithm has Houston uh, pulling off a big upset, in my opinion, winning 28 to 27 at home as road dogs. Um, wow. the three and a half so you're getting four and sprinkle, a half on sprinkle. the value index um i really like this actually this is my lock of the week i think the, whoa, the, the whoa. texans are going to rebound and although rogers is going to come back and look strong he's going to look a lot better than he did against that tampa uh, defense and i loved kareem bay last week i really did uh not that i'm selling them but i am selling them today i i really love the amount of home dogs, and I think uh, the dog is going to bite, um, and I think Texans Ooh. are going to come away actually with a win. So I'm rolling all out with the algo. I like the Texans. They've they've got their um, uh, air game working. Uh, Fuller's in the mix. They hung with a very very good Tennessee team. Made a very bad poor coaching decision. I decided that I am for hire in the NFL as a situational coach. Now I can't call a play. I don't know what 24 X back, whatever, you know, I don't know that. But if you're thinking about going for it on fourth down or not, if you're thinking about onside kicking it or not, if you think about going for two, when it doesn't matter, (laughs) This is when I come and I say, listen, Romeo, we're just going to kick the extra point here and we're going to win the game, okay? (laughs) I would also say this to Bill Belichick. Bill, we don't need to go for two points right here. We can just kick the extra point. And then the next time we are in a position to score a touchdown, we then convert the touchdown. Then we go for two. You don't go for two unless you need to go for two people. Okay. Yeah, the, so I the, am for hire. The this is my general point. rule of thought. I think the problem, Mitch, may be that there are too many coaches for hire like you, except they might have MIT degrees, because it seems like all of these teams now have this thing where they are doing this advanced analytics, and it just doesn't make sense. Uh, the 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 new school of thought, and if you watch NFL Red Zone the last couple of weeks, this has happened a couple of times, is if you're down fourteen in the fourth quarter that when you go in and score a touchdown that you're supposed to go for two on the first try uh, instead of just kicking two extra points and, and saying the game is where I come in. or I kicking one cal- and then going for cal- two. Micah, my calculator is just for the algorithm and betting purposes, okay? This has nothing to do with 
Mitch Flax, the situational play caller in the NFL. So I am ready. This is my formal announcement that I am looking for a job in the NFL as a situational coach. There's no math involved. It's just pure common sense, people. Street smarts. and the the best there's a couple things I want to I'm so glad you mentioned this cuz I want to talk about this. Uh one of the things that makes me crazy is when these dudes do this and it it seems like for a long time there was Bill Simmons talked about this like 15 years ago that every team should just hire like a 14-year-old who plays a lot of Madden to figure out what the right thing to do is like how you kick a field goal, uh when you kick a field goal, what you know, when you go onside, do all that stuff. And it's just gotten to a point where it just seems unnecessary. The first job, and, and I'm going to steal this take from Mike Lombardi, uh, the first job of the coach, to the, you win the game by not losing the game. You're the, A coach can do a lot more. A, a coach has a lot better chance to lose a game than he does to win a game personally. Does that make sense? There's a lot better chance that that coach can screw something up that will cost his team a victory versus do something that will advance his team. So the first thing you have to do as a coach is minimize your moves that are going to lose the game for your team. And then the other thing that he says is that when you start going to all these calculators and these MIT guys that say go for two, go for two, go for two, if you've got to go for two, two or three times, you don't practice three different two-point conversion plays in practice. You normally practice one or maybe two. And so you get one, or if you miss one, then you have to have the second one instead of just kicking two extra points. It's crazy what's happening out there. And that makes a lot of sense to me that, that these analytics, uh, the analytics of this seems a little overblown. But who knows? You know, if who, you think these teams I, I only just, have one or two plays for a two-point conversion, you crazy, man. No, you but they, they have... These do situationally practice these plays, though. Like, Mm. they will spend... Bill Belichick's spending 20 minutes in the practice working on two-point plays, but he he can't work on five of them. He can only work on two or three over and over again. What were you going to say, Mitch? Here's the thing. Analytics work when nobody else is using analytics, okay? As everybody starts to use these analytics, the numbers get skewed, okay? And, and, And then things just don't work. Okay, the, the the edge is gone. The analytics exactly. only the work. Reg, Money ball, the edge gets razor thin if everybody is you is if everybody's smart. It's different if you're. Let's just go. Let's just go to common sense practice. Let's just do that. That's all I'm saying. Mitch, and I'm so hiring you I right am now. That common sense, situational, coach for hire. Again, I am ready, folks. I am ready. Uh, Bill, I'm available. You can find me on Instagram. You don't want to work for the Bill. value index algorithm, Romeo. If you want to give me a, if you want to slide into my DMs, I'll be happy to talk to you. You guys have a lot of problems. I think you need to hire me. But anyway, let's move on. All right, I'm glad we had that discussion. So, the algo loves the Texans. Four and a half points of value. They like the algo. Real quick before we move on. straight up win against Green Bay, too. Go ahead, Brad. So I have the least amount of confidence in this game, the Houston game, and Mitch has the most amount of confidence in this game, which indicates to me that Mitch is a lock. Usually when we are this conflicting, Mitch typically wins out. So there you go. All right, let's move on to a coach that appears to know what he's doing. Uh, This is the best game of the week on paper. Tennessee hosting Pittsburgh. Mike very Mike Rabel, I cannot hit, say his fucking name to save my life, though. 
he is starting to join the Bill Belichick club with me, which is oh. I do not feel comfortable betting against this guy. Sometimes you have to, but this is one where you wake up in the morning and you go, why did I bet against Vrabel? As we saw with some of the brilliance he did last week, taking a penalty on purpose, all that stuff. Dude seems to be pretty fucking smart, be, and people are calling him mini, Be, uh, mini Belichick, and maybe there's something to that. That being said, uh, they are 5-0 and by hook or by crook, and they face Pittsburgh, who is also undefeated. Right? Pitts, both these teams are undefeated. Uh, Pittsburgh, I believe, 6-0. and mm-hmm. Anyway, Tennessee... A one and or one point home favorite here against Pittsburgh. Uh, the Algo has a strong opinion on this game. Go ahead, Mitch. Actually, yeah, this line has just opened up uh, and it's really stayed there. Uh, I'm actually seeing minus one uh, on Tennessee. The Algo has Pittsburgh on the road, winning 33 to 29, giving you five points on the value index. I really like the Steelers. I think. Derrick Henry, as great as he is, he is going to have to earn every single yard. That and that and that's a fact. I mean, he's you know here's the thing: the Steelers are only allowing three point three yards a carry. They're and so I think on defense. They're incredible. So I think they are going to struggle. Their offense looks good. Pittsburgh is going to walk away with a win here, no question. Love Pittsburgh. Same. I. I love it. This is my lock of the week. Ooh. Uh, we know what happens because we saw it last week. Pittsburgh goes up against a running offense. Uh, Cleveland has an excellent running game, and you just can't run against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh will stop you. It doesn't matter how good your running game is. And Tennessee will struggle to run the football, and Pittsburgh will outscore them. I love it. That's two games in a row we're, we're taking underdogs to straight up win on the value uh, index algorithm. I just fucking love it. Pittsburgh so beat the damn breaks off of Cleveland last week, and you're right; they are the Tennessee's best better than Cleveland, team. right? But, but both uh, those teams, the numbers, they, they're Cleveland's the same the team, best rushing team, right? Right. And they so come into the game with the same game plan, which is run the football first, play mm. play a little bit of defense, and uh, I just don't think you can run against Pittsburgh. All right, all right. Moving on, Atlanta hosts Detroit. This is a game we won't spend much time talking about. Atlanta, uh, after one win, is now a two and a half point favorite against Detroit. The algorithm has a very strong take here. Another one that I think I agree with. Uh, Mitch, tell us about it. Yeah, that line actually opened up at Atlanta minus one. It's now two and a half. Maybe that number settles at three, and uh, the betting public is split 50-50 down the line. But the algo has Detroit winning on the road 28-24. to I got to be honest with you. I actually disagree with the algo here. Hmm. Um, I think Atlanta is the better team. They are the team that, that, that should win. Um, I'm, this is a stay away from me. The algo says take Detroit, no question. There's a ton of value, 6.5 on the value index. Um, my personal opinion, I think the wrong team. The algo uh, has not been watching uh, that much football, uh, but it knows the numbers and the data. Uh, but I think I, I, I do think Atlanta wins this game. I really do. I think Julio Jones is a difference maker. Exactly. Detroit just hasn't. Yeah, Detroit. Detroit just hasn't played uh, great teams as of late. Um, and Atlanta's the better team. I, I do. And, and now that they've got their, uh, I guess, interim coach there, uh, I think I think the players, it's all on them. They've got enough talent uh, to turn their season around. Detroit's a mediocre team to me. Atlanta's a mediocre team. Uh, I, I think just Atlanta's the, the better team and being at home, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go with Atlanta. 
Julio changes the game for, for Atlanta, and he's back and he's healthy. He had a good week last week. He was out for, what, three games in the middle of the – he played week one and was out for a couple of games on the injury. So I totally agree. I, I think that, that Atlanta offense to, is completely opened up by Julio. Uh, so interesting. I'll and to be clear, Detroit, though. Algo likes Detroit, and you're getting six and a half points of value. I, I lean Detroit here, too. I think Atlanta isn't mediocre. I think they're worse than that. I think hmm. they're – closer to awful than they are to mediocre and I think you're right Detroit's mediocre uh, but I think they're a little more talented I think Stafford scores a lot of points Atlanta finds a way to choke at home and uh plus you're getting some points so let's go we're betting I, I on like Detroit. Detroit there but we're we're betting on it we're betting and I'm gonna feel good oh god help me not not this game I don't want to see oh I'm so scared of this one the next one we have the New York Jets uh host the Buffalo Bills the Jets are beyond fucking atrocious. They are 0-6 and 0-6 against the spread, which is difficult to do. And I heard in Vegas, there's like there's no number that they can make this line where people won't bet Buffalo. The numbers I'm looking at right now have Buffalo getting three-fourths of the action, almost 75% of the action on Buffalo, even though you got to give 12 points in New Jersey uh, to what is essentially a, a Jets home game. God, we keep taking the Jets and keep losing on the algorithm. Tell Not me the we, algorithm. The algo. No, we didn't. Not last week. That was my. Lo- we had Miami last week. That's well. Right. Last it, week the we algo were right. loves Miami and it loves the Jets for some reason. And luckily well, they played each other last week. So that's right. Yeah. Who? Tell me the algorithm isn't on the Jets this week, please. I, 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 unfortunately, it's got Buffalo <laughs> winning thirty to twenty-three, uh, which gives <sighs> you five points on the value index. Um, you know. I, Again, here's another game back-to-back. I disagree with the algorithm. Uh, there's not a chance that I put a dollar on the New York Jets plus 12. Can they fire Adam um, Gase already, I, please? I mean, I, I, I don't think they are. I mean, you know. I think they want to keep him and just stay have, terrible. Th- here's, here's the one thing. Um, Buffalo won the first meeting 27-17. Okay, and that that and, and that was on the road. So maybe, <laughs> maybe they cover. I, I, you know, I'm not putting I'm not putting a dollar on on the New York Jets. Um, I don't care what the algo says. Uh, I can't see them um, hanging in. I think I think uh, Buffalo on a short week playing KC. Uh, in the rain, they're yeah. going to come out and 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 stomp. Uh, it, had they had they kept it close first, Casey, this line could have been seventeen had, because they lost. And I think Buffalo had a chance to win that game. I think there's a couple key plays there that they really lost that up. Um, look, it, it's a very very rough year for the Jets. I think we're at the point uh, in the season where they can just say, hey, you know what? Yeah, we're going to part with Darnold. And uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna tank for for Trevor, so. Jesus, you might as well keep Adam Gase if you're gonna do that because that guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. All right, uh, let's move on. So we're we're all uh, Brad. I don't know if are are you confident taking the Jets? Hell no, but we're taking. Yeah, me neither. But we're doing it. All right, Washington hosts Dallas, the professional football team. Uh, this game has now gone to a pick 'em. Is that is that what I'm seeing here, Mitch? Indeed. Uh, yeah. What. What do you like here? I mean, let's not spend any time on these two fucking dog teams. I hate them both. Mostly the Cowboys, who are, of course, 0-6 against the fucking spread. Just pathetic. 
Washington is one uh, or one and five overall, two, three, and one against the spread. Uh, I'm seeing one in some places. Pick them in others. My bookie's got as a pick them. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Mitch? Well, uh, who cares what I think? But I mean, this line did open up at three, and it's now at a pick them. Um, as expected with the fanfare coming out of uh, Cowboy Nation, 64% of the betting public is on Dallas. The algorithm has Dallas winning by a point, 28 to 27. So you're getting one on the value index. Uh, I got to be honest, uh, this is a stay away from me. You know, mm. you mentioned this is a trash game. Uh, yeah, with Dak, it's a, it's a, it's a different uh, story. Uh, but, you know, Andy Dalton, who uh, I heard a lot of experts come out and say, that they're going to be better off with Andy Dalton. Um, I think after Was it last like Skip week, Bayless, the expert? Well, there, there's a name for those people. I, they're called white supremacists because there's, there's <laughs> no, one, no one in the planet who's ever watched football could possibly think that Andy Dalton is an upgrade over Dak Prescott under any circumstances unless they hate black people. That's, uh, it, 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 it's they, a good theory. They looked abysmal. They looked abysmal. Um, uh, this is a stay away from me, and you know, uh, yeah, you're getting a point on on the Cowboys. I like the, the Cowboys algorithm. in this spot. Uh, this is crazy. Yeah, man, you know, how could yeah, they? I, how, Washington sucks. They're led by the Cowboys. Kyle got Allen, beat right? thirty-eight to ten last week, Brad. The yeah, Cowboys but suck. Decent. Do, okay, we're yelling at each terrible. other because the, each team sucks. They both suck. I they think suck. That the, they both. Washington sucks worse though. Right. Well, we'll find stink. out on Sunday. Washington does stink a little, stink a little worse. They're extra yeah, stinky. We'll, we'll find out. Algo has the Cowboys. Let's move on. I'm tired of talking about <laughs> yeah. these shit teams. You don't want to hear about Kyle Allen. The versus, NFC East. Good lord. <laughs> versus Andy Dalton. That's a primetime matchup. All right, Arizona, the team that kicked the shit out of the Cowboys last week, hosts Seattle this week. Seattle, a three and a half point road dog. A lot of road dogs this week. Uh, I mean, I, this game is very interesting to me, and this seems like a lot of points to me, but what does the algorithm think? Well, let me correct you first. I know where you were going. You said there's a lot of road dogs. No, there's a lot of road favorites, a lot of home dogs this, right. this week. So, oh, that's, um, yes, Seattle opened I apologize. Up at, Seattle opened up laying three. They're now three and a half. I wouldn't even be surprised if this thing creeped a little higher. Um, you've got... 61% of the betting public on Seattle, naturally. They look like the clear-cut better team, the favorite. Um, but guess what? The algorithm has Arizona winning 28-25 to 25 outright. Damn. I love the Cardinals at home Woo. money line every which way here. Um, you're getting 6.5 on the value index. Their defense is good. I think Seattle's defense isn't as good. And Murray should have a day in picking them apart. They'll probably go, uh, they'll double up on Metcalf. They'll force Wilson to make some moves. This should be an entertaining uh, late game, uh, although it's that 305 game. And they'll probably um, give us that San Fran New England game as, as the main attraction for that time slot. But uh, I think that Seattle Arizona game is a, is a killer game. Agreed, totally. Yeah, these are. this is a really good late window. Um, and and both these teams are have been good against the spread. Seahawks four and one this season. Cardinals four and two. Brad, what do, what do you think about this one? No, I I like where Mitch's head is at, and the thing that keeps on popping up for me with Seattle is 
they've traditionally been a, a, like a defensive powerhouse, and their defense is kind of trash this year. Um, they get torched by slot receivers like it's nobody's business, and I think Arizona is a pretty salty team. So yeah, at home I like it, and I think uh, I wouldn't pick them to win outright, but three and a half is pretty nice. So if it gets even higher, that's even better. But yeah, I like Arizona in the spot pretty well. I love it. A lot of value. All right, let's move on. Uh, New England hosts San Francisco. San Francisco bounced back last week. Jimmy G looked good. He now returns to New England to face his former team, uh, now led by Cam Newton. The Patriots are two-point home favorites. It seems like all of their COVID uh, scares and things are pretty much over. I don't know exactly uh, how healthy they are. Mitch probably have a better handle on that as a Patriots fan. They come into this game favored by two against San Francisco. What's the algo say? The algorithm has uh, San Fran winning a very close one, 21 to 20. Um, I think, you know, look, New England just looks so terrible. Uh, Cam Newton cannot throw a football. And this is, this is the Cam Newton who we kind of thought he might have been. He had, he's had a couple of, he's had a couple of uh, good games with where, where, where he's thrown well, but, uh, let me tell you, I think San Fran's defense and that front line is going to give him problems. Um, for, for, for being a tall guy and being a big quarterback, he's, he can't seem to see over that defensive line. Um, his balls aren't great. Um, mm. You know, they're just coming out, they're flat, um, and they're easily picked off. I mean, I think he could have been picked off two more times, and he got lucky last week. I mean, it was an abysmal the worst Patriot game I think I have ever seen uh, in the last 20 years. It is, it was one of the worst coach games. Uh, you had Bill Belichick that didn't throw a challenge flag when it was a clear first down. Uh, and they, they were down. I, I just didn't know what the hell they were doing. I think everyone's confused there. I don't know the direction and it almost feels like hoodie. Uh, he, I feel like he's done. I feel like, you know, he's like, all right, I'm over this. This team sucks. Uh, nobody's into it. Cam can't be a leader walking around looking like an 80 year old grandma. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired. Boston sports are dead to me. Oh. Um, New England, New, Eng- hey, New England, wait, stinks. Mitch, San Fran. Mitch, yep. I'm sorry to, to interrupt you. Uh, I, I, I heard there's this baseball player named Mookie Betts. He seems to be pretty good. And I mean, I guess Boston is a small market now. Is there a reason they couldn't afford him? Mm. Uh, from actually, I read an article just before jumping on this podcast. Um, we gave him the money and he turned it down. So that's not accurate. We gave him what he wanted and he took another direction and they elected not to come out with that from a PR perspective, because what does that say about the culture there? Mm. Mm -mm. They they thought that might've been worse from a PR perspective. We gave him the money. He didn't want it. He wanted to go somewhere else. So, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Enjoy Mookie, as Big Poppy said. Um, so I don't think that's the case. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 think, I think New England's going to have some problems, um, especially. Uh, and, and, hey, look, last week I was very high on San Francisco. Okay? I don't know if anybody saw the pregame of that San Fran Ram game. But there was one person, I think it was Dungy, that took San Fran. Everybody else had the ramp. Yeah. Okay, the algo knew. The experts didn't. Uh, 
I'm going to stick with San Fran here, uh, especially Jimmy G coming back to New England. I really I like that sub storyline mm. that no one's really talking about. Um, I think he's healthier, and I don't know how they're going to cover Kittle. Kittle is going to be so open. Uh, it's not even going to be funny. Yeah, I, yeah. Look, you're getting three on the value index. I feel so. Oh. Mitch right. is Mitch um, is all over. Yeah, we got you, Mitch. You went in and out there. I'm here. Gotcha. All, All right. right, so the Algo likes San Francisco to win the game straight up. Plus, you get you're getting two points. Brad, you are you okay with that one? You have any thoughts? I do have thoughts, and I am okay with that one. And my thought is that Bill Belichick's success is completely tied to Tom Brady. It is entirely talent driven, and I think that's the case with your boy uh, that you were talking about that you love so much in Tennessee as well. He's got that beast of a back. He's got like it's it's talent driven league, man. And the better your talent is, the smarter the coach looks. Andy Reid's this fucking guru now, and he had he had a shitty reputation before he got to uh, Kansas City. So whatever. Uh, I think Cam also has been sick. I know he's been sick. We all know he's been sick. And I don't think that this is the last game was necessarily indicative of his ability. So I I still have some hope that Cam comes out and becomes the beast that he looked like in the first couple weeks of the season. But not this week, because we're riding with San Francisco. That's right. All right. Denver hosts Kansas City in a division game. Chiefs, nine-and-a-half-point road favorites. Um, The Broncos did get Drew Block back last week. They did Mm -hmm. win. Uh, They also kicked six field goals and beat beat, uh, New England. I think it was 18-12 to or whatever it was. They're going to have to score touchdowns against the Chiefs, and uh, we'll see if they can do it. They are getting nine and a half in a division game at mile at high. Yep, in the altitude. Uh, Mitch, uh, what do you think? What's the algo say? Yeah, um, Kansas City is going to win this game. We know that, but the question is by how much. Uh, the algo has Kansas City winning 27 to 22. You've got 53% of the betting public coming in on Denver. Wow. And everyone goes, well, why? That's a big, big number, in my opinion, at home and mile high. Let's add some bad weather to this. It's supposed to be snowing with 10-mile-per-hour winds. So if anything, if this game is anything like what we saw in Buffalo with something extremely messy, rainy, Buffalo had a chance to stay in that game. They let it get away from them. I think they – they really try to get that run game going. Um, and I think Denver has a better offensive line than what Buffalo has. Locke is back. Lindsey's back. I like Lindsey better than Gordon. I always have. I'm glad to see him in that spot. Um, I think if Denver can control this game, look, you know, you mentioned it. They kicked, they didn't score a touchdown last week and they won on their defense. Um, and, and, you know, there's no better defense at home than Denver at mile high. And I really, really like Denver to uh, to cover the spread. And for the record, Gordon is back. He had strep throat last week, but he is back off the injury report for this week. So they've got a two-headed monster at running back. And if it's going to be snowing, I totally agree. Nine and a half points is just too many in shit weather and a division game on the road. Uh, I like Denver. I like Denver too. All right, let's move on. Chargers host Jacksonville. Another shit game that nobody should care about. 
the Chargers are seven and a half point favorites at home against a Jacksonville team that Holy shit. is just absolute trash. It's been falling on their face since week one. Don't tell me the algorithm likes the Jags, Mitch. The the algorithm <laughs> has the Chargers winning uh, twenty seven to twenty four uh, with seven and a half point line that gives you four and a half points of value on uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Um, I think that number is a little too high. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest. I think that number is a little too high for this game. Um, uh, look, I I I, I like uh, uh, the quarterback uh, for the Chargers. Um, he's, he's solid. Um, yeah, Herbert made some great throws um, in uh, in New Orleans. He's got a bright future. Uh, they're coming off. Yeah, he he he's he's really good. I know why they dumped Philip Rivers, and it's kind of funny, right? Because you know it was almost very similar to uh, to to when uh, Drew Brees got dumped yeah. for, for 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 Rivers. Although Brees went on to have a much more successful career, it's working out uh, better this than time. than what the yeah for sure. Um, so look, yeah, I think I think you know look, I could see maybe a this would be an ideal game where um, you see the Chargers up twenty seven seventeen, and there's a, a backdoor garbage touchdown. Um, if this is the this is the game that you're going to see a backdoor cover, and it's going to be uh, Jacksonville's going to break the hearts of uh, Charger betters. <laughs> I like that though. analysis. We're rolling uh, with Jacks. Yeah, I, I I agree. I know I gave us a hard time, but I like Jacksonville in the spot too. I don't mm. think that you – rookie quarterbacks shouldn't be favored by more than a touchdown. Like there's just too much margin for error. The dude's going to throw a pick or two. They'd probably still win the game, but I, you know, I, I have a hard time seeing them win the game by 10 points. Eckler's um, still out too. They're, they're dealing with, you know, pretty good backs, but not their elite back uh, in uh, Los Angeles. So interesting stuff here. I like Jacksonville. All right, Las Vegas hosts Tampa Bay. I believe that's the Sunday nighter, which is uh, fairly tasty, I would say. Uh, okay. Tampa, a four-point road favorite on Sunday night. Uh, both these teams are, th- well, let's see. Uh, Tampa's 3-3 three and three against the spread. Uh, the Raiders 3-2 and two coming in uh, with one last game here. Mitch, what is the algorithm like here? Yeah, so uh, naturally does have Tampa Bay winning on the road, uh, 30-27. to 27. Um, You've got 78% of the betting public on Las Vegas. And the algorithm obviously agrees. You're getting one point of value on the value index. I actually think Las Vegas could win this game outright. Um, they're at home. I think they've got an extremely talented offensive unit. Um, it's all. It all is going to come down to – uh, this Tampa Bay defense. Um, I think that Green Bay offensive line really, really put them in trouble. Uh, Tampa Bay was all over Aaron Rodgers. It felt like there was an extra two men uh, for the Bucks, um, but I don't think it's going to work out like that for them so, uh, this week. They, they've got way more weapons on offense. And um, is Jacobs back? Is, I, is, is he good to yeah, go? Yeah, he's good to go. But I got I got something for you here that may change your mind. Little some juicy okay. news here. So the Raiders uh, starting uh, offensive tackle, his name is Trent Brown, was uh, tested positive for COVID this week, and then the Raiders sent home their entire offensive line. The all five starters are home now. Uh, they may come back after they're doing testing today, tomorrow, 
and if those guys pass the test, obviously they can come back and play by the weekend. But at the moment, the Raiders are practicing with their second-string offensive line, and they're going against a Buccaneers team that has turned into a monster of a defense. Um, I, I would put them in that elite category with the Steelers and and those guys. So I don't know. That gives me a bunch of pause. That freaks me out. If they're going against a second-string offensive line, that could be problematic in a hurry. But that's all uh, pending if these guys come back. So there's a possibility this offensive line all tests pos- or tests negative, whatever, and they just lose Trent Brown. But, I mean, they all practiced together on Monday, and then Brown tested positive. So who knows how that is going to play out. But uh, that could be Let's problem. watch that. Yeah. I agree. Uh, should be a good one on, on paper, though. And uh, another one that should be a good one, we've reached the end of the slate, the Monday nighter, the Los Angeles Rams. Two home games this week in that in that stadium uh, host the Chicago Bears. The Rams are giving six points at home uh, against the Chicago team that just keeps winning but looking less than impressive. Uh, <laughs> Bears also are 4-2 and two against the spread. Rams 3-3. Three and three. Uh, the Rams' four wins, by the way, are all against NFC East teams, so they haven't beaten anybody. Not very inspiring. But what does the algorithm think? Man, a very close one, low-scoring game. Rams win 20-17, to 17, uh, giving you three points on the value index. I love the under here. Um, I really do. If you're going to play this, play the under. That total is sitting at 45. Mm. Um, but, yeah, and I, th- I think the Bears, um, you know, the, their defense is very, very good. Very good. You've got, you know, arguably one of the best uh, linebackers in the game today. Um, I think they're going to go off on them, uh, I, I, and, and, and it'll keep them close. I wouldn't be surprised to see a 3-0 halftime score, uh, but I really like the under mm. and uh, definitely roll with the Bears uh, with the value. The Bears' defense kind of fell off the map because their offense sucked so bad for the past couple of years under Trubisky, but – they're still good. They're still badass. It's just they've been put in so many shitty situations over the years with, with uh, Titty Love and Mitch that uh, it's they've kind of fallen off the map. But I'm with you, man. I think that that defense is still got teeth, and uh, Nick Foles <laughs> changes the game for them. So I like Chicago. Titty Love and Mitch. Uh, yeah, I like Nick Foles to keep this game close too. Um, I like Chicago to keep it close. I feel very confident betting on the Bears here, and that's what we're doing. Nice. All right, so, so so real quick, follow the Instagram account. What's the name of it, Mitch? Value Index Algo. Boom, search that shit. I'm going to send our picks directly to Mitch right after this podcast. By the time you listen to it, those will be posted on the Instagram account. Follow it, uh, comment, send us DMs, tell us what your, your best bets are. Let's go. Let's get this shit going. Yeah, call our hotline, 800-392-6344, 800-392-6344. Mitch? Thank you, as always, for your time, your effort, your algorithm. Love you, guys. Good stuff. We love you, too. Brad, I love you. I will talk to you later. <laughs> Brad and I will be back uh, soon. Check out Mind of Micah. Yeah, check out Mind of Micah and the Micah's Read of the Week newsletter. The link is in the description of this podcast. Until next time, mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>